I'm Mitch. This is Keith. And you are listening to the Layman's Term Podcast, where a couple lay people, not clergy, uh, discuss life and where it intersects with the Bible, uh, theology, faith, and we're glad to have you with us. Yeah, so last week... Oh, wait a minute. I forgot the song. <laughs> Thought I was going to forget that, didn't you? I did. I did. I just was rolling with it. Uh, so last week, we talked a little bit about vengeance. Um, and how vengeance is uh, okay. It's it's okay it's to have a the human feeling. Emotion. It's a human emotion. It's okay to have the feeling, and how, but we shouldn't act upon right. said vengeance. Okay, so this week uh, we're gonna we're gonna broach the topic of obedience, obedience, and obedience to God, obedience to God. So I, you know, I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about obedience to God, and I was thinking about. How it, and actually, when I was thinking about it, my kids were not being obedient to me. Right. And so I was thinking about that and I was thinking about how frustrating that was. You know, you, you, you know, you, you, yeah, like how frustrating must it be to be God? Right. You know what I mean? Like, and he's got lots of kids. I only have three and none of them were paying attention last night. So, you know, you, you're asking them to to do the dishes and it takes Penny an hour because she wants to play and yell at her sister and brother and, you know, Parker's chores to just stay out of everybody's way, you know. <laughs> and, of course, that doesn't happen, you know, he wants and, to help everybody. And, yeah, so it's, so it's disobedience. Disobedience really um... – is doing what you want. Doing what you want to do. Not necessarily. You know, now, I think the important thing to keep in mind, the end goal, I think, is to is for obedience to God to end up being what you want it to be, right? Like, you end up wanting to, you end up recognizing that your best life is lived through obedience. So then you're predisposed to wanting to live that way. Yeah, so there's... What do you think of that, Keith? I, I would say obedience is like this range in the spectrum, right, where you can have somebody that just does what they want whenever they want to do it, you know, with without regard for God or anybody, um, you know, and then and then the, the ultimate range, which I don't think you could ever really be in because we're all flawed, uh, is total obedience, right? And I think for what you're saying is there's a there's an inflection point in that spectrum where you start doing, you start being obedient to what God wants you to do, out of like, out of knowing that's what He wants you to do. So you're like, you're fighting yourself on it, right? Like, okay. I shouldn't eat, I shouldn't do this because God wouldn't want me to do it, right? Okay. And then there's this inflection point with your relationship with God that you start doing those things because you want to do them, like it's. You, is that is that what you mean? Like you, you're not you're not you're you're no longer thinking as a kid would think of. I have to do the dishes, but I'm going to have a really fun time doing it. Okay, uh, yeah. You're, you're just doing the dishes because you know the dishes have to get done, and the dishes need done, and the dishes need done. I'm doing the dishes, and I'm doing the dishes not angry, right? <laughs> furious. I'm not. Furiously I'm not scrubbing. doing any furious scrubbing. Yeah. I'm just I'm just doing what needs to be done um, because. I recognize if you don't do it, yeah. A, someone else is going to have to. Sure. You don't want them to have to do it. B, it's going to turn into a mess. It's going to cause a problem. It's going to start to stink. Yeah. Insects, at, at some, bugs. At some point, you're going to need that dish again clean. Yeah. At some point. 
That's a, well, yeah. unless you live on paper plates. Right. Which is not a way well, to Well, then live. you're not doing dishes. <laughs> you're not doing the dishes. You're taking out the trash. At some point, you have to take out the trash. Yeah. Or the trash is going to pile up in. The yeah. trash doesn't go out. It's always in. You know, what's interesting is it's kind of like it's kind of like brushing your teeth. Yeah. You know, when you're when you're when you're little, somebody has to brush your teeth for you, you know. Yep. You know, like Parker's age 3, you're there brush cuz he doesn't do a good job on his own. You get old enough, somebody's got to be there to remind you to brush your teeth. And then it becomes that habit and you wake up and you know, if if you go 30 minutes without brushing your teeth, you're like, "Oh, something's wrong here." Yeah. Right. That's yeah. So brushing your teeth in the morning, right? Yeah. Like it's a hard. It's that's the hard one. Brush your teeth before bed. That's easy. But like getting the kids, getting someone to obey, mm-hmm. you know, brushing your teeth in the morning is much harder. And you know, my nine-year-old, great argument. He goes, "That's the last thing I did." No, I'm doing it my, again. Yeah. Right? Like that's like, the last thing before I went la- to sleep. That's the last activity. Yeah. That's the last physical thing I did. You know, it'd be like, oh, you took a shower tonight? All right, get up in the morning and take a shower again. Well, did, uh, can I do that on a daily basis? See, I would argue with him. The last thing he did was breathe. <laughs> last doesn't thing, he want to do that the again? The last <laughs> thing you did is you actually allow bacteria to grow on your tongue. Yeah. And that stinks. Overnight. Gross. Gross. So, yeah, it is, it's, 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 exactly, it's exactly like brushing your teeth. So we hope that one day our obedience is just habit like it we want to do it because we understand we need to brush our teeth like it's just it's ingrained in us you know because there are adults that probably don't oh of course which is gross hey i don't floss (laughs) well i i don't either but i should and i've started to hey but when i do i have it done professionally (laughs) once every six months Well, I got a, I got a couple tight spots that I have to I have to start flossing. That's the fine. It keeps said. the keeps food from getting stuck there. The tighter those are. I just thought you could brush really good and get it all out, you know. But I guess not. <laughs> so, what, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts about o- obedience and obedience to God? Um, well, so like, let's get it, let's bring a little scripture in. Okay. Um, one of the scripture reminded of uh, Matthew five. You have heard they've said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. So that was, this is Jesus talking, right? Yeah. So that's like the old way of doing old things. Testament. You've heard, you've heard this said. Yeah. You've heard that said. Um, not even Testament, just old. Like, old. this is, love your neighbor, hate your enemy. You've heard it. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So there's like, um, if we're talking, you know, working up towards, you know, working away from vengeance, right? Right. And through obedience in relationship, we want to work away from vengeance and to obedience. Well, what are we supposed to obey? Well, Jesus is telling us, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Yeah. Well, so we're on concept. this journey of forgiveness um, that starts with a release of vengeance, like the feeling of yeah, you got the feeling of vengeance. Not you released, you re- released it. You metabolized it. But, oh, good, right? As to you, you would say you metabolized well, it. Well, all right. So let's get under the. I think I think this is good. I think this okay. is good for two reasons. Okay. A, I think it might have been an original thought. Normally, I'm just like retelling <laughs> things, but I think I may have came up with this. I don't know. Congrats. Uh, uh, but number two, I actually I think it's a decent concept of. The angst, whenever someone's 
whenever you become irritated, mm. irritable, um, someone's driving you nuts, man. They're like the kids not or, doing whoever, the dishes. Yeah, anyone. I gotcha. Work, life, on the road, yo, um, it, it line at the gas station, whatever. Yeah. Anybody, whether it could be, doesn't matter. Any any interaction you have with another human being that like irritates you. Mm. I like to think of that as like a toxin. You've ingested a toxin. Like you don't know it, it's came, but it's seeped through your skin, yeah. right? It came through your ears. Mm-hmm. It came through your eyes. Mm-hmm. It came through your nose, your skin. You This toxin is in you. And like toxins, we need to get them out of our body. But if you ingest a toxin, you know, you can either like throw up you know, you can call poison control, <laughs> whatever. What but, an image. But if, you know, I mean, that's some pretty, that's like the extreme view, but. Your body has to release it But if it it's somehow. just a little bit, right? It's got to yeah. work it through your system. Yeah. And what did you say? You said something about, you know, it's got to come out. It's got to come, come out somehow. It's got to come out somehow, right? You can sweat it out. Lots of things. All the other stuff. Yeah. Usually fluid based, but you're going to metabolize it. <laughs> it's going to. Your body's going to chew it up, spit it out, and then there's not going to be any traces of it anymore. Eventually. Eventually. Yep. And I think that's a great way of thinking about the your relationships and toxins mm-hmm. that that get into your system. I like to think of it as metabolizing that out of my system mm-hmm. to where I don't feel like I have to have this this reaction or this correction or go down this path to be right. I don't have to be right. Well, I, I can know that I'm right. Yeah, I don't need. I don't. You don't need other people to recognize it. Correct. Yeah. Well, I think I think some people metabolize things faster than others. Oh, of course. And and you can metabolize something. Something A that happened faster than B that happened. And the depending on the the, the severity thing is you of need the to rec- annoyance, you need to recognize you're metabolizing it. Yes. You're not. You're not um, replicating it. It's not a cancer. It's not. Yeah. A, it's not a. It's not in you that's multiplying, growing, and becoming larger, and fueling your your want for vengeance. Yeah, it's more so the opposite. You can almost you can almost go to the scripture and say um, that that Jesus is really trying to to you know if you want to make your connection to it is that hate you know hate your enemies. Hate is a toxin. It's it's a mm. it's a negative feeling. It's a negative. It builds and builds and builds and builds inside of you. And Jesus is saying, release that. Um, you know, you just have to love your enemy. Like if they persecute you, you know, then love them more, right? Because the the flip side of it, the the holding on to that hatred is the vengeance portion, right? And and you don't want to you don't want to you don't want to go down that path. So you might as well release it and not hate your enemies, but love them. Yes. I like it. I like it. I think it fits. I think it fits well. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna amend my my thought. So I had a thought about obedience last night. All my good thoughts come right before I go to bed. Uh, I don't know about you, but it's like that that twilight, and then sometimes I think about it the next morning. That wasn't a really great thought, but this one was a really great thought. And um, and, and I thought originally my th- my thought process was obedience to God means disobedience to yourself. 
Okay. 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 Um, but based on our discussion, I might change that slightly. Okay. Because, okay, so my original thought was God is going to require of you or want you to do things that are not in your DNA, your normal character, like not hating your enemies. Okay. Right? Okay. So that's that's a difficult concept for people to have. Yeah, because it's a large spectrum too. You're going from yeah. you're going from a hate and anger to to love. love. There's a lot of there's a he lot just doesn't of say mi- ignore your there's enemies. a lot of middle ground there yeah. of what I would call indifference. Yeah. Yeah. Indifferent. He's not saying indifference your enemies. Yeah. Right? Just just forget about them and move on. He's saying pray for them. Yeah. And love them. Yeah. So um but you know, based on based on what we were we were saying, um, that eventually the goal would be that your obedience to yourself and God's obedience is one and the same. Yeah. Like what you want is what is obedient to God. So it's kind of a spectrum. So I don't think we've reworked this statement a little bit. Because I think what it is, is it's coming to this realization that what God wants for your life is actually what's best for your life. Yeah. Coming back to the kid, like we always do, and educating and like uh, raising and um, growing our children, right? We want what's best for their life, mm-hmm. right? They don't understand that right. concept. I think that's where we are with God in our journey of obedience. Yeah, we don't, we don't, under, we don't understand that 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 spiritual vegetables are good for us, right? <laughs> In yeah. the long run. In the long run. And I think I think that um the that that idea is that somehow and I think this this can this can be a multifaceted thought, but um the idea is that you you think you know what's best for you because you you think you're in control, right? Yeah. And you don't want to give that control to someone else. And I think I think that shows up in other avenues of our life where, you know, we think we're good at something and we have that perspective, like, you're good at baseball. I am – I enjoy it. You're better than I am and you're better than a lot of people, right? And so if, if somebody, you know – you know, if somebody was on the bus with you and, or, or train or, you know, whatever, or you'd stand in line in the, the coffee shop and you start talking about, you know, you start talking about baseball, you come to it from the perspective of your knowledge, right? And so somebody that, you know, you can have two, two types of people, right? The first type of person is going to be, well, I know more than you about this, right? Like, you don't know what you're talking about, you know, kind of kind of mentality, right? Because I know all this, all these things. And then the other person that's like, hey, I'm still, you know, learning and, and like, you know, and then have a normal conversation. And I think, I think that's the, the difference is, you know, when we, when you ever see, uh, someone acting out, and I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about this video, right? It's a really old video. Um, on of course, it's all over social media and stuff, and it just pops up randomly every like you know six months or so. But it, it's just a, a video recording of this dude. Um, you know, it's like on Wall Street or whatever, right? And he's in a suit and he's walking down the street, and this kind of like 
hippie looking dude bumps into him and the guy like flips out on him, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, don't touch me, you know, like all this kind of stuff. Right. And, um, you know, then he, then he walks over to his little like Prius or whatever and gets in and the guy starts laughing at him and this hippie guy gets in this like Lamborghini and like drives off. Right. And the guy's just standing there like, what? Right. And it's a whole, don't judge a book by its cover kind of mentality but we recognize that in society we recognize times where we think that we're in you know we're the most important thing in our life uh and we 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 realize we're not you know um how is it so easy to see a video and say (laughs) that but it's so hard to look in the mirror and say that about ourselves what, what, why is that so difficult? Because I think anybody that looks at that video is going to laugh at that guy in the suit. Like, nobody's going to be like, well, he's in a suit, so he must be better, right? Like, so how, why is it so difficult for us to recognize it in ourselves? Well, because we're in our head all the time. And it's our ego that we're constantly dealing with. And it's trying to, and, and it's, it's the insatiable beast that's growing and gaining. Yeah power and getting out of control inside of us. And that's what we got to keep in check. So that's the lens with which we filter the world is our ego. Yeah. And our pride, you know, you want to get biblical about it and it's hard to recognize that uh, because it's the lens with which we're viewing the world. You know, if you put a you know, photo lens, uh, your photographer, you know, the old infrared lens. Oh, yeah. It's like, like, like that red lens yeah. that, that makes this cool contrast mm-hmm. photos back in, the, back in the old film days. Well, that, if, that, if you saw everything through, like if that was the only thing you saw life through, it would be r- really hard for you to actually somebody underst- for you to understand what the world really looks like. Hmm. But you're like, no, 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 and everything's red. Yeah. No, no, Keith, it's not. Yeah. It's yeah. it's not, but that's the lens and that and that's in our head. I mean, that's that's in us. So that's the barrier, the wall that we're constantly trying to hmm. trying to break down on um we are our own, you know, we're our own worst enemies, right? Um So is the is I the, love this one. I love this one. Here's yeah. here's a nugget for you. Um Andy Stanley said this and it's it's earth shattering when he says it, right? Um, in its, in it its, might be impactful when you say in it. In its simpleness. And um, I want to give him full credit for it, but it said, uh, everywhere you go, there you are. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. Everywhere you, you go, go, there, there you, are. you are. Yep. So when we're. Constantly having unhealthy situations and relationships and complications and problems um, everywhere we go, there we are. We have to work. We have to work internal first. Mm-hmm. So to- you're saying if I have more enemies than you, like I've got a million enemies and you have one enemy, I should look at myself. Yeah. And be like, yeah, you should work. Keith, bro, <laughs> maybe it's you. So anyway, this podcast is an intervention. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for the intervention. All the work is led up to this point. Yeah, I just, I, you know, I, I struggle with, um, 
I think we all struggle with obedience, right, to God. And uh, it reminds me of, you know, it reminds me of when, when, you know, you, you kind of reach, you kind of reach a point where you have to make the decision, either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. Right. And I think, I think that happens a lot in life, right. Where, you know, you just, you, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to figure out, you know, should we, um, should we save up for a new car or just drive this car for another four years? Right. Whatever. Right. So then you, you just make, you just can't, at some point you got to make a decision. Yeah. On it, right. Okay. And I think, I think obedience to God is one of those, one of those things in that early phase. Right. In the later phase, I'm not saying it becomes easier, but you're not really in that decision, the decision making. You've already made the decision. You made the commitment. You made the commitment. So I think for people that, um, you know, aren't in that stage like me uh you you've got to at some point you've got to you got to say do I do I do these things or not and here is the big encouragement i want to give all of us in that in that middle stage or the that transition of the slide rule of the of the um the equalizer bar the, the equalizer the slide right like yeah. going from a to b um that transition is I think God's okay with you faking it. <laughs> like, uh, no, it's like okay, you're do, right, doing the right, right, okay, doing the right thing without your heart in it mm-hmm. is better than doing the wrong thing. See, as we progress, in it. we progress. Like you're doing the heart, you're doing the wrong thing, and your heart's in it. Yeah, I'm just down here, and then I'm doing like, and then I'm like. My heart wants to do this. Like I really want to be defined and do this thing, but mm. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Don't want to, but I'm gonna do it kind of begrudgingly. Right. Right. You've made the decision, the commitment. Mm-hmm. Right. It's mm-hmm. like an exercise program. I don't mm-hmm. want to get up and work out this morning, but I said I was going <laughs> but to. I said I was going to. So I did it begrudgingly yeah. and kind of unenthusiastically mm-hmm. and didn't sweat enough. That's why well, when I, I think I to exercise, not, I, I, le- I keep it to myself. Yeah, so that way I don't, don't have to tell anybody. Don't tell and then anybody. they're going to be like, did you work out? And you I'll become be like, a, no. Accountability, right? Right, exactly. That is another episode. We're going to get into Ooh, that. we should talk about accountability. So, but anyway, I, I think God is okay with the faking it. Fake it till you make it? Fake it till you make it. He, <laughs> this is an in-between. Um, there's scriptures in Proverbs. Um, I want to read this one. It's Proverbs 25. Uh, we get down here. If your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat. If he is thirsty, give him water to drink. Okay. Right? Sure. Sure. That's Jesus telling us to do that. You know, okay. give him, That's hard to do. But back in Proverbs, we get, in doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. And the Lord will reward you, right? Like, well, you're not doing it. You're not loving them to love them. You're kind of doing it begrudgingly and to spite them. To be like, I'm better than you. Right? Like, yeah, I'm the bigger, but like, (laughs) I'm the bigger man. It's in the progression. Yeah. It's It's, in the progression. It's in the progression. And God's okay with that. So don't feel like I have to, don't feel like I have to do the right thing. In obedience to God and be happy about it. Oh. 
Yeah. You're going to get there. You'll get there eventually. You'll, God wants you. God wants you, you there. But he'd rather you do the right thing, thing. in obedience. A For little, the right reason. A little yeah. chippy. A little... Begr- <laughs> only, only I can do that move. I know. <laughs> yeah. I anyway. Know. I, I think that's a great... That's my hot take. Yeah. God's okay with faking it. Fake it till you make till it. Till you make it. Fake because it you he wants, just be because he wants you to make it. it. No, he but, wants you to make it. But be honest with yourself that you're faking it. Yeah. You like don't don't fake it and then lie to yourself so much that you think you made it. Yeah. And teaser, get an accountability group, and those are the ones you're going to be honest with yourself and them. And they're going to help you to that next. Or step. you're not going to be honest, and then the whole purpose goes out the window. Out the window. Hey. Uh, this is Mitch. This is Keith. And you've been listening to Layman's Term Podcast. Glad you joined us and hope to catch you next week. <laughs> Peace.